<laughs> hey guys, uh, back with uh, week two of our Advent conversations, our Advent huddles, if you will, where we're going to talk about um, Advent, of course, but also what we talked about this past weekend. And uh, this past weekend was fun. We talked. We started Advent with war, which is mm. great. Always a fun topic. And, uh, and then we are we jumped in this past weekend with John the Baptist yelling out this phrase, yelling this kind of uh, teaching this thought, you know, while he's eating some locusts, uh, repent, um, the kingdom is near. And then he quotes the Isaiah prophecy of um, there is one in the wilderness who would prepare the way for the Lord. So we kind of hung out on that word repent. We talked about a few different things, but mm-hmm. that word repent is a, a fun one to talk about. <laughs> and we've all had different experiences with the word and what it might mean or how it's been used um, to us or, uh, and, and we're not here to be critics of every way people will say things, but I do think it's important for us to understand that word because it seems to be critical <laughs> to our life and faith and following Jesus. So I want to ask, uh, our, our crew here today, our guests here today, we've got Ben and Liv who are back. What up? Hey guys. And then we've got, um, oh, did we, it's like we practiced that. That oh, was man. well done. <laughs> um, Donnie, Thank I you. hope you're ready. Uh, and then we got Donnie Adams, uh, here with us. You want to say hi? Hi. There you go. In the room. <laughs> there In you the room. Go. Such I'm an awkward room. hi. 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 So, <laughs> so, um, so let me just get you guys your feedback on that word. It's a big word. Um, it's been used a lot of different ways. Um, give me your thoughts. What, what are your experiences with it? Or And we can talk a little bit about our understanding of it as we go through that. But when you hear that word, when we preach that word, when we talk about that word, what, what comes to mind for you guys? Um, well, I think kind of like to your point of like understanding, I feel like the lack of understanding of the word has almost like burst out what people think repentance mm-hmm. is. You know, so like out of that misconception... People will like practice what they think repentance is because they don't really know, which is totally okay, you know, for like, for what you know, I think. But I think in my journey, I guess, with like what repentance means to me, um, like it's not a way to like earn like favor with the Lord Mm. or to like to do so that I think is Mm. the phrase that like pops into my mind. But um more of a, a heart posture, which I feel like is a word I use like all the time, <laughs> yeah. which is like annoying. But you can also use like lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Lifestyle. yeah. It's like something that my heart is continually doing because mm. like I know what's, or the Lord knows what's best for me. And mm. so I live my right. life out of like that. And so repentance is a way for the Lord to like remind us. It's like that healthy conviction that comes mm. in. And um, yeah, it's a communication I think with the Lord, but yeah. I, I say, like, I guess it can mean different things to people, but I think there there are clear definitions mm-hmm. yeah. of like what it is. I, don't know. I think I heard somebody say one time, <clears throat> like man-made um, repentance would be turning from your sin to just something else. Something else, yeah. But really, you know, biblical repentance would be turning away from your sin yeah. and turning to God. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what people, they replace their sin essentially with something that just keeps their attention away from doing mm-hmm. or going back mm-hmm. to that sin instead of it's like fasting without praying right yeah, you know, it's, fa- yeah. It's, it's setting aside time but not really using that time to sure. engage the heart it's, just, of that, the it's just a diet change yeah that's all it is yeah. yeah and I mean I think that you guys are hitting it 
awesomely. I mean, the 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 nerd over here in the corner is going to bring out notes. It was yeah. my, my like <laughs> notes that I probably wrote like six years ago on this. But the word, especially if you look at like Acts three, um, when um, Peter says, "Repent for the kingdom of God is here." The word that he uses there in the Greek is metaneo, and metaneo is literally to change one's mind or purpose. Mm. And so, like, we, growing up, repent was this, like, fire and mm-hmm. brimstone, yeah. like, repent, mm-hmm. you know, or you're going to hell, and mm-hmm. we won't even go into that, yeah. my, my thoughts on that. But the thing is, is that repentance is going back to the lifestyle thing. It's, it's this looking at, hey, this is, there's a better life. Mm. There's a better story to live. Mm-hmm than what mm. we're doing. And, and, and even to the point that Donnie was making about like the fasting and the praying and that like you can repent in a man-centered way to something else. And it may be like that may, that thing you turn to may not be immoral, right? but it's still not Jesus. Yeah. It's mm. still not the way of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Really what this is is the kingdom of God that Jesus came to preach and then Peter preached and every other disciple preached after. This is a new way of living. It is countercultural in every sense of the word. And so repentance is not this strange thing of getting down on your knees and beating the floor or beating your chest. No, it's it's literally this turning from yeah. one thing into a new way of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Turning from your old way into a new way. Because yeah. that's what Jesus came. He came to make a new humanity. Mm-hmm. So that's what repentance is, is recognizing that there is a new humanity that is being created. Yeah. And go and sin no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like solidifying yourself in it, standing in solidarity, getting baptized. You know, like the whole nine It's like, I am now in this family. I am now in this kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what repentance is. Well, it, it, it's funny you were talking about it. It made me think of, um, the you know, the most famous biblical story of repentance that Jesus told was the prodigal son. Mm. And it's almost as though what you guys are kind of touching on is like if he had turned from and left the city life we're not saying see life is bad, but in the story, if he had turned from all the stuff he was doing and didn't go back to his father's house, he went to someone else's house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what we're kind of getting at here is the repentance wasn't necessarily just in the returning or turning from, but it was in the returning to yeah. mm-hmm. this this better story that we were created for, that we were we were made for this other story. Yeah. And that we were and and I think repentance is realizing Man, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this isn't this isn't all it's cracked up to be. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's the change. This isn't of reality. Like yeah. this isn't actually reality. Everything yeah. I'm yeah. being force fed. Everything mm-hmm. I'm being told about this is life. Is it? You know, it it isn't. I was sitting with someone this morning. They were talking about the way the world defines success and the way and and, and realizing at this point in his life that actually isn't success for me. Mm-hmm. Like that's not how I'm going to define success. Mm-hmm. And being able to to repent and come back to what you're called to. And um, I think it's I think it's a really big thought to think that repentance is a way towards something better, not just an admission of something bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's good. You know, not just yeah, like this. Good. Oh, I'm a bad person. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That's not what we're trying to communicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that seems to be the the heart of the son. Mm-hmm. In returning mm-hmm. is I'm I'll just terrible. go and I'll just be a servant. I'm not worthy. And that's yeah. like no, you got way more authority. You got mm-hmm. way more place yeah. in this kingdom. Mm-hmm. Stand out, put on the robe. Yeah, yeah. I, like, it, yeah. from a from a standpoint of like the beginning of creation, we were made in the image of God mm-hmm. for a purpose, and that purpose was to have 
to cultivate, yeah. to to, yeah. to rule. I, I, I hate to use this word sometimes, but to have dominion. Yeah, yeah. To to have dominion over this earth and care for it and yeah. take care of it. And that I that, was going to say that word, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. That, that's another word. I didn't know. But, if you were right. <laughs> <laughs> trying to stay away. From it. Dominion. I mean, yeah. it says it in the Bible. What's your Greek word to say? No, but it's it's this idea that like we we were given authority. Yeah. And what Jesus is coming back to do, like what what he came as a little baby, defenseless baby, and lived this life of solidarity with humanity, he came to open that path back to the garden mm-hmm. so that that garden can spread back out into the world and that we can be in our rightful place next to him yeah. cultivating and creating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what repentance is. It's, hey, get back on the path. Yeah. Follow me back to the garden. Mm-hmm. That, that's all Jesus is saying. Mm, that's good. It's follow me back to the garden. Mm-hmm. Like, stop stop going towards the, 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 the place that's going to maybe burn you up. Like, go this way, you yeah. know? And I think it's important to, like, pinpoint the, like, what happens in your mind. Mm-hmm. Because when we're thinking about the story of, like, the prodigal son, like, he had a mindset, like, that changed from, okay, I'm living a life that I know I'm not supposed to live. Mm-hmm. Not even, like, a, a life I'm not supposed to live, but, like, I'm a son. Like, something yeah. in him had to say, like, mm. this is not what my life is supposed to be Mm. and I would almost argue that like repentance wasn't fulfilled until he actually received the robe and the ring that like named him again because Mm -hmm. like the behavior was like okay I'm just gonna walk back to my father's house and like repentance is so much more than like I'm changing my behavior because to the same thing Mm -hmm. as like fasting it's like I could do this I could not sin again but it's like if my mind still is in that I'm a slave to eating pigs food. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, if yeah. that's still where your mind is, like you haven't been like freed from yeah. whatever that is, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So I think wow. Jesus comes to like bring us even higher. Like, no, you're not even just repenting from a behavior, like change your mind. Like yeah. your heart's been renewed. So live as your heart's been yeah. renewed, which is as a son. Yeah. You know? Not not just life, but life more about Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's about transformation. It's about yeah. coming. He came to transform everything mm-hmm. and, all of us yeah like and that's something i think that we're still think that a lot of times why we grapple with a word like repentance is because we still don't fully understand how to be transformed sometimes Mm -hmm. but we're we're still learning Mm -hmm. even two thousand years after jesus's time teaching we have all the teachings and we try to follow them as best we can but we're still a little the transformation is still a little mysterious do do you think it's also like we don't fully understand that we are the sun yeah. and that we do wear the robe and that mm-hmm. we do wear the ring yep. and that if we wanted to have a party, mm-hmm. all we have to do is ask the Father. Yeah. Like the other son could have and, and should what, have done. That's what like, Jesus says in John John 14 or John 15. He, he says that ask and it will be yeah. given to you. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that they have done yet to really warrant asking the Father yeah. anything except for hanging out with Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's it. And we can still go to the Father and ask for things, even if you've just done the most heinous thing on the face of the earth. Yeah, yeah that's I, man, it's so good. So, what you just said, the the going, not fully being the repentance hasn't done its full work until you've received what the Father is giving, because there is something to be said for the Son could have done behavior modification while still mm-hmm. living in the city. Mm-hmm. He could have changed his ways, probably tried to, multiple, multiple times. Right. And it wasn't until he returned. I, I like to say that the prodigal son was wrong twice. He mm. left thinking he, he was this dude and could do whatever he wanted. Mm. He returned thinking he was only this dude mm. and couldn't have anything mm. he wanted. And he was only right, and he was never right. It was only right when Jesus, when the Father said, you are my son. And, mm-hmm. and until he received that. 
And that's ultimately, and I think that's, again, the end goal. The end goal of this is that we return, yeah. that we come back to the Father, that we come back to Jesus, that we come back into this intimate, real relationship with the Lord. So the message translation says in the Lord's Prayer, reveal, mm. reveal yourself to me. Yeah. God, reveal yourself. And is that kind of like, it is that acknowledgement. It's the whole John the Baptist mm-hmm. calling you into the desert, mm-hmm. calling you out of the empire, calling out the modernity of life and the trappings of mm-hmm. life and saying, come back to the place that God first spoke. Yeah. yeah. And the place where you, it was tough and it was difficult, mm-hmm. but these are the places you saw the pillar of fire and yeah. the cloud by yeah. night. And you, this is where you saw the Red Sea split. And this is, come back to that because that's yeah. what I want. For mm-hmm. you. I want you to be able to tell those stories to the next generation. And, right. And, and you know, I think the thing is, is that, and, I, I know this is used a lot and I'm going to sound like everybody else in this stream but in this cultural moment we have an identity crisis mm. and the identity crisis we have is we don't know who we are you know before this we were talking about Enneagram we talk about strengths finders we talk about trying to figure out who we are and that's good work to do right. because we to, to know God we also have to know ourselves a little bit mm-hmm. but the only way that we will ever be solidified and confident in our own identity is when the Father gives it to us mm. Yeah. The Father gives us our identity. We can't find it. Yeah. And so I think that the, the biggest issue in this is when you bring it back to repentance is that's, that's when that transformation happens, when you, can, yeah. when you can sit there and rest in the identity that the Father gives you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's tie this to Advent then. Yeah. Because it's great to talk about repentance. great. Yeah. Why would, would that be the conversation? Obviously, we're following the lectionary during Advent. Um, why would there be thousands of churches all over the world reading about the story of repentance, reading about preparing the way, reading this story about John the Baptist? Why is that a necessary? And it actually happens every year. This is the story that always gets read. Why is repentance, preparing the way, all of that necessary or helpful during a season like Advent? In biblical history, I mean, like, and with biblical prophecy, like, you had to have John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. Like, before we even know that Jesus is, before Jesus is born, we know that John the Baptist is in his mother's womb. Mm-hmm. And if we know that story, we know that he leaps in his mother's womb when Mary walks in. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the reason we're reading the story is because we're picking up in the history of redemption of, okay, this is, this is coming. Like, look at everything and throughout all Advent, because Advent, to me at least, maybe this is not completely correct, but it's not just the birth of Christ, it's the ministry of Christ. It's, mm-hmm. it's the, 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 his, his, the advent of him walking with the cross towards Golgotha. Like, it's the advent of him coming out of the tomb. Like, there's so many advent moments throughout the life of Jesus. And so I think that this is one of many advent moments in the life of Jesus where John the Baptist is preaching from the wilderness saying, make straight paths for the Lord yeah. because Jesus is on his way. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, Ronnie, <clears throat> Liv, what, make that historical perspective apply right to us, <coughs> right 2022 uh, Christmas is uh, you know a couple weeks away why is that kind of thought process important helpful during during this season I think when I'm thinking about just what Ben said and also like why John was saying repent for the kingdoms at hand like there must have been something that was like a lack of repentance would be dangerous to the Mm. kingdom that's at hand Mm. and like what we're about to inherit to like live Mm. without it is almost like impossible Mm. you know to the point where he had to make the announcement and so 
I just think in this time, like why, I mean this time, but like all months of the year, like living a life where we're constantly in reflection of what Jesus is doing in creation, I think, mm-hmm. is a, is some form, I think, of repentance. Because mm-hmm. if you're aware of or trying to constantly be aware of that, you're also responding, your life is responding out of like the goodness of Jesus, mm-hmm. his desire for my life. What does that look like for my family? How mm-hmm. am I leading in that? How does that look for this church? Like, And so you per- begin to prepare your heart in a way of, I'm setting myself up to be successful, not from a stance of like, these are all the things I need to do to like repent and to receive the kingdom, to work out the kingdom. But it's like, how can my heart reflect what Jesus has already done? Because again, last week we talked about we're living in hindsight of like the joy that the sun has already come. You know, we're not just in the expectancy anymore. So yeah, I think it's it's a whole whirlwind of things. But That's good. It's really good. It's good, right? I didn't right? follow that up, right? Yeah, wait. <laughs> Donnie, you're up. <laughs> no, I would say, and, and this is kind of what I've, I've been thinking about here, is one of the, you know, the fit, the greatest failure, I don't think, in mankind is is approaching life and, and marriage and family and church with this um, idea that I, I don't have enough. Mm-hmm. It's not realizing how much you do have. Mm-hmm. And I think with Advent and repentance i mean paul said it in romans right, right with with jesus uh, the father gave all things mm-hmm. um, god so loved the world that whoever believes you know god gave the son mm-hmm. and with him he gave all things yeah. Yeah. and i think we approach like our walk with jesus we approach our relationship with others and our career our purpose our calling with this idea of man i just I don't have that skill, so I can't do that. Or I don't have that that characteristic, so I can't hang out with these these people. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't have. Instead of realizing, I'm a king, I'm a priest. Mm-hmm. I have all things that I need yep. because of what the Father gave with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think if if we start and I, and this is something that I've dealt with, you know, for a long time is is thinking that I don't have what it takes or mm-hmm. I don't have the thing needed to be successful at doing this or mm-hmm. success, successful at doing that and realizing well, what I do have is what I do have and with Jesus I've, I've got all that I need mm-hmm. so just take what I do have and apply that to marriage family church friendships mm-hmm. and allow that to be you know you know that that redeeming factor where you may fall short in some areas. Yeah. yeah. What God has given, you know, and 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 what we believe and what we are hoping for and expecting for in, in Advent, mm-hmm. you know, and now this Advent of waiting for the, you know, second coming. Yeah. You know, approach every day with, okay, I've got everything I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I go out and yeah, win the day. Yeah. 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 The um, man. Okay. We're hitting 20 minutes. I think th- this has been so good. I, I really hope uh, everyone listening is is getting something from it and that you'll share it with a, a friend or family. I, I think this understanding and even just the th- thinking about and considering this word repentance and the why of it and what it's for and the, and the goodness of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chelsea Harmon, who's one of my favorites, she writes about the Bible, writes about the lectionary. It's just always so good. She said, John the Baptist knows the crux of the issue. We are not people who have arrived. We are people who are preparing for someone else mm-hmm. to arrive. 
And I wonder if you could live that in your every day as you move into Advent, as you move into this time of not assuming every night. And sometimes it comes out with, I'm not sure about who I am or I'm not sure. (laughs) There's a weird way that that plays out in our psyche sometimes. But this idea that I'm waking up every day. And this had very much has to do with Isaiah 2, the very first week of like the plowshares and all that kind of stuff. It is this awakening to the kingdom of God breaking in mm-hmm. to our life in such a way that we live the days to come in light of the days to come, right? Yeah. That is that is the whole That's idea. Good. And so mm-hmm. I think um, we are living every day believing God will arrive, mm-hmm. Jesus will arrive in today. Um, and I think you, you talked about posture, and I kind of want to just maybe close with this. I'll ask for any last thoughts, but Stanley Saunders wrote this about repentance is a perpetual state of readiness to challenge our commonplaces, the myths that we live by, which produce not the fruit of repentance, but the practices of alienation and violence we too easily take for granted. Mm-hmm. It's a perpetual state of readiness to challenge our commonplaces and the myths that we live by. It is to come back to the right story, mm-hmm. the good story, the better story, the story that God has been <clears throat> writing for so long. This has been great. Uh, I do want any last thoughts, any notes you didn't get to. Uh, wow. Wow. The, uh, uh, anything else that you guys think we should hit real quick before we go? Um, um, I would say if you're listening to this and you're still like, I don't know what repentance mm-hmm. is, like where do I start? I would literally say go to the Father and ask Him. Like mm-hmm. sit with Him, ask Him like what that looks like in your own life. And I can guarantee you like... He won't condemn you or like make you feel shame. Like he will invite you into a journey of like mm-hmm. repentance and it's mm-hmm. going to be beautiful. So oh, I yeah. feel like that can be a thing. Like we talk about these things and they're like, um, I still don't know what this <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah. Um, just ask the father and he'll, he'll tell you. And so, I'll just piggyback off of that and just say so that when she said that it's something beautiful, repentance is a beautiful word. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. I think one of the things in my life that I'm trying to work towards is like, let's, let's retake that word and let's redeem yeah. it. So, yeah, it's awesome. The um, the other quote that I don't think I read it Sunday, or but Chelsea Harmon says this. She goes, you know, we're in the same breath. John the Baptist talks about one who would baptize with fire, and and would would burn away all the dead things. And she said, we we should be not ones who are afraid of repentance because we are also people of fire. Mm. We are also people that that Christ has burned away the dead things mm-hmm. and we are in light and so for us to come to repent is to come back to life it is to come back even if it's daily yeah to come back to this living breathing holy spirit empowered life mm-hmm. and um so beautiful stuff i know we could talk for a lot longer uh 23 minutes i think we've done that twice now uh if you're listening again um if you got questions let us know we're really glad you're, you're jumping on. We'd really love for you to share this with a friend or family member um, because I know I learned something and I'm sure others could as well. And uh, I hope as this season of Advent continues, um, there is a, a place of coming back to the story of God, to prepare our hearts for the arrival of Jesus and his kingdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's pray over this. Liv, would you be down to close this in yeah. prayer? That'd be awesome. <laughs> Dear Lord, thank you so much for this time that we get to share together. Um, We just pray over every ear that's going to be listening Mm -hmm. to this. Lord, we pray that you would plant seeds in the hearts of each person um, and help them on this journey of what repentance looks like um, in this season of Advent, what it looks like moving forward. God, help us be a people that 
have a posture of repentance. And so we live um, out of our identity that we're Mm -hmm. kings and queens, Lord, and Mm -hmm. that um, we're embracing something that you've already given us. We're not working for this, Lord. But Mm -hmm. um, I pray that repentance would be um, not an easy journey, God, but a simple one um, Mm -hmm. and something that you just invite us into daily. So we love you so much. We're so thankful for this time. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.